Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Just as excited. <laughs> I'm excited to introduce to my audience uh, on the Tube Labs podcast, my friend Owen Video, and we are going to talk about the business of, of YouTube and and for you who are business owners who want to grow your YouTube channel, we have the right person on the show today. But even more important, more important, I must welcome Owen as a member of the Brotherhood. It is so great to see you. It's so great to have you here. Owen, hey, thanks so welcome. much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Rosh. You know, I love, love, love the work that you are doing. You are the epitome, uh, I think, of the the business minded creator and uh, I love tuning into your channel to see what you're up to you you do such a great job telling stories and doing so in a way that is beneficial for those that are listening uh, and watching you so thanks for having me on and uh, I'm pumped to, to talk to our audience today that's very kind of you I mean it's a struggle we all know it's a struggle uh, but the, the bottom line is you know there are a lot of people who Whatever the level they are at, there are new things we can learn and maybe new ways we can shift our thinking, especially if we're a business owner. Right. You know, a business owner really should approach YouTube a little bit different. Well, maybe even a lot differently than someone who uh, just wants to be creative and fun and, and create, you know, crazy videos that are off the charts. It's just a right. different approach. So how would you recommend somebody start off when they want to really help their business and grow their business with YouTube? Yeah, you know, the first thing that I'm going to recommend is that you've got to make the videos that you want to make, right? Because I think a lot of creators, a lot of business owners, you know, you're like, oh, I need a sales video and I need a, a this video and I need a website video. Well, I'm going to say go make those videos and and get it out of your system, right? Because those videos will probably not be the thing that moves the needle for you. Right. right. What's going to move the needle for you are going to be videos that that actually give away your product, right? Or give away your secrets. And I know that that's really challenging for for us as entrepreneurs to hear, right? Well, I can't give away my secret sauce. So, and why would somebody buy from me? Well, right. they'll buy from you because you gave away your secret sauce. Yeah. You know, think about that for a second, right? Think about that for a second. Is that when you when you start sharing your secrets, realize that that people are going to try to do it on their own and you've given them that freedom right. but the nuances the details the the little tiny screws and nuts and bolts that all have to come together just so slightly those things that you could never possibly explain th those are the reasons that they're going to come back to you right so as a as a business owner and you want to get you you want to to be involved in video, make the videos that, that your gut wants to make and get them out of your system. Keep this in mind. You'll probably want to make them a few more times over the years. So it's okay to, to make a website video today and then remake it three months from now. It's a year from now. It's completely okay to do that. And it's probably recommended, but remember that what's going to move the needle for you is not going to be your gut instinct. It's going to be a combination of things. It's going to be a combination of things that it's, it's a combination of what's going on in your gut and what's going on in your head. And the more research you do on the videos that people are looking for, 
though, you know, you'll, your gut will get excited about that. Right. You'll make those videos and that's, what's going to move the needle for your business. Sure. You know, I've, I've noticed that you just like all of us, you know, you, you, you aim towards supporting small businesses and you've yes. tried many different ways. And this channel is mostly obviously all about YouTube, but you, you use other platforms to support what you're trying to do. Cause obviously as a business owner, we probably don't want to all just be on YouTube. Right. You know, so how, how far should these stray away? How, how, you know, should these start on one channel and build from there or should they try a little bit across the board and build? I really love this question because there isn't really very, there aren't really very many YouTube creators that, that only use YouTube, right? right. At the end of the day, um, there's a cross-platform approach that really makes sense in our minds anyway, right? It really makes sense that it wouldn't be all YouTube, right? Because YouTube doesn't have an email feature. Right. So you're going to need to have an email presence as well. You're going to need to use, you know, active campaign or get response, right? You know, or any of the other godforsaken programs out there, right? Those are the two <laughs> that we still love. Um, but, but you're going to need to have a presence there. And these other popular YouTubers and business owners, they, they do too. Right. right. So we teach a five step system that we call the video sales machine. And you can look that up the video machine.com and get the, the bigger picture. But we teach that you don't need to be an expert in any one platform. You right. need to be proficient in five simple steps, right. In five different areas. That is number one, video content creation, right. right. You don't need to be um, you know, this amazing film and video creator, but you need to just have a webcam and a microphone, right? right, right. So that you can compete in the, in the space. Don't use your onboard camera. It's not good, right? You're going to need to get like an HD webcam and, and an $80 microphone. And now, right. now you can compete in the space, right? The average consumer isn't going to know the difference between some dude's 4k and, and, and your HD webcam. Okay. Um, so you don't need to be an expert. You need to be proficient. The next step is in landing page development, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to take a, a gander out here. I want to ask those of you listening a question. Does your website look like crap? And, and maybe even a, a more effective question is, does your website convert like crap? Yeah. Right. That's a good question. Because you, 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 a, a lot of us, man, I've done it myself. Like a lot of us, we paid some web designer, to make a really good looking website, but how much business actually comes from our website, right? right? It's probably coming from your face-to-face -face networking or from referrals, right? right? Right. Those of you with great websites, congratulations. You've, you've mastered <laughs> that. So you've really got to be in a place where you're proficient at creating a landing page that extracts a name and an email right? Absolutely. from your viewer, right? So you got a video, and it says, hey, go, your video says, hey, if you like what I talked about in this video, go to my website and download my free guide, right? right. And then they go to a website and it looks good. It's simple and plain. And it's, it looks almost like an Amazon page because that's what people are conditioned to respond to. Sure. And they, they put in their name and email. And now you have an email of a prospective lead. Well, now what? Well, now you need to master the email platform. Now you need to be able to, to send them, you know, weekly once a week or twice a week emails. But oh, and isn't that way too much to email? I don't want to annoy my people. <laughs> know what's annoying about email? Getting email from people you don't remember, yes. you don't remember signing up to. Absolutely. And the reason they don't remember is because you don't email them. Studies have shown over and over again that the more you email, the lower 
your unsubscriptions will be. And that might seem sense. counterintuitive, but you know, here's the thing is I can look at your email in my inbox and decide it's not for me and just blow right past it. Right. Okay. I can just blow right past it. But then next week I see your email and I go, Oh, I like that one. I'm going to open that one up. Right. So, right. so, you know, you got to remember emailing is not like cold calls at dinner time, right? You, you can't really ignore a cold, like a, a phone call. It's ringing at your house. It's annoying. Everyone's wondering who's going to answer the phone. Right. Or it's at the worst, like your phone's vibrating on the countertop. It's like, <laughs> you know, like you can't ignore it, but an email you can't ignore. Right. So you right. got to get good at emailing people on a regular basis and you probably need to email them more than you think you should. Right. You should be emailing them. Get this, the videos you're making. Right. Because right? chances are the person that saw video one didn't see videos three, four and five. Right. right? Right. But you send those to them via email. You start to develop what's called an open rate, right? This is the amount of people you send your email to divided by the amount of people that actually opened it, right? right. And so you start to see, okay, 30% open rate. That's pretty good, right? People are opening your emails. And now you're engaging them with video and you're engaging them through email. Well, what's next? The next part of that is your pre-qualification call. And this one is really designed for uh, consultants, mm -hmm. um, social managers, social media managers and marketers, the sort of thing where you, you probably need to qualify your client before you get on a phone with them. See, when I was, when I was in the space, uh, like actually doing done for you work, which we don't, we don't really do anymore unless you're a major right. brand. Um, you know, I was spending all of my time in these coffee shop meetings, you know, and, and Rosh, maybe you can relate to this where like you gotta go to a network meeting, like a chamber meeting. And, and number one, you're incentivized to meet with people just as good karma, right? It was like, right. just like, well, you're in the group, you know, you should meet with one person once a week. And so you're having these meetings with people that like, you know, you don't need to be meeting with, right? You, you just do it to benefit the group and to get little points and your name goes into sure. a drawing and maybe you win a, a free breakfast at Denny's, you know, <laughs> um, that, that's a waste of your time. Okay. And I don't, I don't support that. Right. But you also might be talking with a real prospective client here, you know, someone that's really good. So you go to this coffee shop meeting, you spend an hour with them, right? And it's an hour because they were 20 minutes late, right? <laughs> right? right? And then, you know, maybe God forbid you were 10 minutes late. So now you're kind of, and now you're going to do the chit chat, right? Oh, how's you? How's the weather we're having, right? <laughs> right? Totally ineffective conversations, right? And then you end up talking, you're, you're pitching your product anyway, right? You end right. up like doing a sales pitch there. Okay, this is not a good, this is not how sales are made, right? right. You've got to be having small virtual conversations with people that have already seen a video, downloaded an ebook and received a couple emails from you. And you spend 50, we call it the 15 minute call. So instead of doing this, let me meet you at the coffee shop meeting, right? What we do is a 15 minute call and that 15 minute call is whether you pre-qualify or disqualify sure. your prospective lead. And whether you're meeting with real people uh, or your team is, right? You need to master this art. And we have like a six step process that we run people through. You ask these six questions and you end the freaking call. And the end of that call is either like, hey Jim, thanks so much for your time today. At this time, I don't really see a fit for us to do business, but I really appreciate you spending the time today, right? It's either gonna end that way if you disqualified them. They can't afford it, they're kind of a jerk, you don't wanna work with them, whatever, right? The other part of that is, hey, Jim, really appreciate your time today. You know, I'd really like to share with you how we could customize a plan for your company. You seem like a good fit for what we do. Um, I, I got to run. I've got another call right after this. 
but I'd like to set up a, a secondary meeting with you um, in two days, right? We, it's very important that we do, like it's gotta be 24 hours later. And here's why, because, or at least 24 hours later, we like to do two right. days. But you do 24 hours later so that you can prepare for them a custom proposal, right? And, and, and show them that I can't just give you a price right now, right? It gets you out of that, well, how, well, how much is it, Bill? Well, I, you know, I'd love to have that conversation with you. I can't right now. I have to kind of like put it all on paper and like drop the specifics of your account. Da, 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 da. Give me a day. Let's have a follow-up meeting. But the other part of that is now you can move them to a new branch in your email. They're, they're no longer like a prospect. Now, you know, they're a potential sale. And so now you right. want to send them two customized email, one the next day and one the day before, um, that creates anticipation, right? So you got to get good at the pre-qualify or the disqualify situation so that you're, you're only... You're only on the phone. You're only spending physical real time with people that have already seen a video, opted in, read some emails. Okay, right. there is a very qualified prospect. Then finally, you do a perfect proposal, a sales call, right? And, and here's the thing. Uh, I blow your mind here. Like, don't do custom proposals. Custom proposals, you'll waste your life, right? No, nobody does custom proposals in the real world. It's only in the small business man on the street environment that we sure. do this right? Everybody else, you go into McDonald's, it's not like, well, what would you like, sir? We have, we have meat and we have all these ingredients. You can make whatever. It's no, hey, which package would you like? Package right. one, two, or three. Right. And do you want that supersized? Right? That's it. It's a package with an upsell. That's what you should be doing. So we teach a, um, we teach what we call the perfect proposal. Okay. And it's basically 10, 15 Google slides, uh, like a PowerPoint slide. Right. And four of those slides you customize four of those slides. You pull out. You you put their logo on. You put their name on it. You put some of their numbers on it, so that it looks to them like a custom proposal. But it doesn't take hours of your time away from your family, away from your bowling league, away from your church, or whatever it is that you love to do. You know, um, you got to get good at systemizing your proposal uh, uh, systems because I, I'll tell you, and maybe you guys can relate. I I spent hours. Somebody, I'd go and I'd meet with somebody at this coffee shop and they'd be like, yeah, I want, oh yeah, I want this and I want that and I want this and I'm writing it all down and I'm going, wow, this is great. This is going to be such a huge, huge deal. Like they, they said they wanted all this stuff, right? And what did it take for, from them to say they want this stuff? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's free. I just had to sit down at a meeting and blab to you. Right. So now you go home and you go, honey goes, you know, your wife goes like, hey, uh, we got Boy Scouts tonight with the kids. You're like, ah, oh, I can't go to Boy Scouts tonight with the kids. Like you guys are going to handle it without me because I'll tell you, I get this big proposal, big job. Oh, big job. I met with them for an hour and a half today. Big job. I'm going to write him up this proposal. Spend five hours on a proposal and you put it in front of him. What's the first thing he looks at? The price. The price. <laughs> first thing he looks at is the price. And he goes, Heavens to Betsy, Jim, I can't afford this, right? right? Because he doesn't know that, that he's just telling you everything that he wants, right? So you have to get good at pre-qualifying them and you can't be doing custom proposals. You don't, you don't, yeah. okay, you, you let them say everything they want and then yeah. you say, great, let me tell you what you actually need. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's fair. I mean, and certainly you can use video as part of the uh, qualification process. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and certainly, um, I mean, I, I know exactly what you talk about. I, I worked with a, uh, uh, with a partner who, when we first started working together, spent 12 hours on proposals. Oh my goodness. Oh my God, man. We need to. Very common too. Yeah, it is. And it's, wait, you know, I, 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 I still do custom, but not total you know, from scratch, I have a system, I'm done it within a half hour, 
right. Um, Good. You know, you know, so I can customize to a point, but you, you're absolutely right. You know, when it, when it comes to the video portion, what um, what have you learned along your way? I, I watched you with you know using video to support your business to support trainings like this that are so mm -hmm. important to business owners. Mm -hmm. But you've also evolved. What are yes. some of those things that you have evolved and made you feel like, okay, I'm doing a better job with video to support my business? Yeah. So, you know, separating your videos, and I learned this from Nick Nimmin, and, and I'll tell you, maybe even like top level thing that I've learned is to take advice from people that have, <laughs> have uh, that are more successful than you. When I met sure. Nick, I, the moment I saw Nick Nimmin, I was like, this guy is going places. And right. I, I, I invested heavily in him from yeah. just a support and, and yeah. uh, encouragement perspective. We did sure. some projects together. Yeah. Um, and I, he was always top of mind. Oh, use Nick, use Nick, use Nick. You know, and it's paid off because Nick has grown his channel to 400,000 subscribers. He That's left amazing. his consulting job yeah. um, to focus on YouTube full time. And I'm watching him travel the world now with brands yeah. and 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 with different uh colleagues you know for i think a lot of business owners we're the man right i'm the man right i yeah. started a business and you don't know my story so big thing is like i understand that as an entrepreneur you start your own company you've got a great story but but be open to taking advice from other people and even seeking out advice from people nick's my age but like you know seek advice from younger people yeah you know um sean cannell is a great example sean cannell is a great friend Mm -hmm. Um, it was very hard for me to seek out his advice. Cause again, when we started, he was beneath me in the influence scale. Right. 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 And he's since soared past me. He yeah. took a great path, right? I went on a consulting path. He went on a more of a YouTube AdSense path for those of you that, that understand right. what that means. He, he went, he tried to build a channel, whereas I was building a company, right? And they're the same, but different. Right. Absolutely. I now seek Sean out and I'm just like, hey, can I get five minutes? Can I get two minutes, right? So seek advice from people and, and understand how this works, right? Because if you try to do it on your own, I think that you're gonna get disappointed and God forbid depressed. And we've all, I think, business owners, right? Today's great, tomorrow is awful, and then the next day is great, and then the next day I wanna die, right? And then, you know, it's this constant up and down battle and you, you really need to, brand yourself with your colleagues and your inner circle as, as uh, someone that's coachable and, and someone that's learnable. I, I recently had to uh, expel someone from my coaching program because oh, really? she was not coachable. And, you mm -hmm. know, she would continuously do things against the grain right. um, and then blame me for it. Oh. Right. Wow. And, and bring that negativity into our group. And I, I gave her two warnings. And I said, look, like, next warning, you're out. You, you, yeah. you know, do it the way we're teaching it or get out, right? right? So, so, you know, all that knowledge and expertise that taught you how to build your widget company, it's not going to help you on YouTube. Yeah. What's going to help you on YouTube is to develop a new set of skills, YouTube skills. You right. need to know how to pick titles, okay? Yep. Hear me on this. You need to know how to pick titles, number right. one. Number two, you need to know how to create a thumbnail, right? You need to know how to create a thumbnail. Number three, you need to know how to be entertaining. You need to know how to infotain on video. You can't just go out there and be like, hello, everybody. Welcome to the spatula channel where I'm going to teach you all about spatulas. You know, and you don't also, you also, you don't have to dye your hair green or pink and, and be a crazy YouTuber, right? But you do need 
to present in a way that attracts attention, right? And, and I think if you learn those three things, you seek out coaching on those things, you'll do very well. You know, one of the things that I have noticed through the years is that, well, I teach the combination code, and that is the idea of combining a strategy, style, a technology with who you are or your brand to separate yourself from the competition. Right. Sometimes that takes a long time. Uh, just as you had mentioned, you, you know, watch people find their combination early, you know, earlier before you. You, you yeah. figure, wow, these are people just coming up great. And then they zoom past you. Well, they found their combination early on. Right. And, 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 you know, we all, all deal with that. But, you know, finding your combination, you can't compare. And, and I, I think you should address that. I mean, I, that, that is something I think we all do and, and kind of talk some of those business owners down who are, you know, getting all excited because, yeah. you know, people are passing them up and they think they're doing a better job. And, you know, but it, that doesn't matter. It's the right. audience, obviously, that says, well, yeah, but this person has something you obviously don't. Right. Or they do it and that maybe that's a personality. Maybe it's yeah. a color, right? Like, it's not the audience's fault, right? And we've also, I've fallen into this trap and, and I'm sure you guys have fallen into this trap sure. at some point is, is like, oh, the audience doesn't get me. The audience is not, it's, it's not, it's not that right like you you have got to be in a place where you recognize what the audience wants right they don't want peanuts in their chocolate bars right <laughs> right so take the peanuts out man like yeah. you know what what we have to do is you know it's, again as business owners we're confident in ourselves we're we're a unique branch we're the three percent right? Yeah. right we're the 97 percent works for us and so we we have sort of this you know this this you know, confidence or arrogance we walk around with. And that's, I get that. I'm one of you. Okay. Um, but you've got to be in a place where you are, you are coachable and responding to the needs of the audience. You know, we just did a video there. I was very proud of it. Like we're, you know, cause we, we we're re, what do you call it? Like reinventing ourselves right now yep. on YouTube. Absolutely. Um, Which, by the way, is one of the reasons why I wanted you here is just to really talk you. about that is you is, you know, because you I've actually seen a few incarnate incarnations like, like yes. myself and a lot of YouTubers, yes. you yeah. know, are continuously. And I think it's that willingness to do that, which kind of leads into your whole coaching element, being willing to one, be coachable. Um, and believe me, I struggle there, too. Yeah. Um, and and two, being willing to say. I've got to change because I'm not a hundred percent right where I am now. Yes. Uh, that's so big, man. You know, like I've watched, I've watched people that were babies um, skyrocket past me mm -hmm. and, and it hurts. And I, I, I went through periods of depression and, and, and I've gone through the, I'm going to quit. And, and I've gone through the, well, I'm just going to publish crap because everybody else is crap. And, <laughs> and, and, and my stuff looks good and, and screw them, right? I went to college for this and I did right. go to college for this. I majored in media, yeah. um, you know, and you have to kind of get past that a little bit and, and just recognize, okay, what could I be doing better? What could I be doing differently? Are you even asking your, your audience's advice on things, right? Are you, are you, are you engaging them in the process? What would you guys like to hear? about what, what would you say to the person though and this is especially true in the business side mm -hmm. of things is mm -hmm. that okay yeah i want to i want to follow or, or at least listen to my audience obviously you can go down a road by following you know the naysayers too much or right. or you know following the wrong people but 
nobody's commenting. You know, I, I recall times where it's like, please, somebody trash me just so I have direction. <laughs> you know, yeah. just say yeah. something. Give me say feedback. Something. Yeah. You know, yeah, what, what would you say to that? you know, person who may not be getting any kind of feedback, where should they look for that feedback? Yeah. Okay. So you have to put your video in front of people. Watch the video with your wife, with your spouse, watch the video with one of your customers, right? Have, um, uh, watch it with your staff, right? right? And, and watch their reactions to it, right? They're watching the video, but you're watching them, mm. you know? This is what we do. We put it on YouTube. We don't tell anybody. And then you get mad that nobody saw it. Right. Right. right? Where what you have to do is you have to go on a silver platter. You say, hey, uh, 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 Frank, you're one of my best clients. We've been doing business over the years. Um, really respect you. I just produced a video. I'd love for you to watch it and, and provide your opinion. Do you have five minutes right now? Right. Right. And you put it on, you put it on Zoom or, or, or Skype or something and you, you watch it with them right? You watch their reactions. Interesting. You have got to put yourself into the fire, Yeah. right? Instead right. of just passively, passively doing it. So for example, you know, I did a video that uh, we just produced and I was really proud of it. Uh, but the results came out and just not, not great results, right? And, and so I'm, I'm kind of bummed about it. But my mindset now, and this is largely thanks to Brian G. Johnson, our mutual friend, mm -hmm. uh, who is just a phenomenal video creator, businessman, mm -hmm. motivator, encourager. And, and I, I went, I saw, so, so there's certain people in the group that I, in his Facebook group that I really yeah. admire and respect. So I sent them the link and I said, hey, I know you're busy. Would you mind watching this video in full and then just ripping me apart? Like, please give me any feedback. Right. And, and you know what happened is, is I would, first of all, they, they loved the, uh, they were very like, oh, Owen video asked me to, re, you know, mm -hmm. review his video. Sure. Right. Right. You forget, you forget that like, e even though, you know, you know, for example, Leroy Dixon of, of Animal Facts, yep. his channel's blowing up, his AdSense yeah. is blowing up, but you know, I have a successful business myself. You know, we're a multi six figure business. I'm on yep. the news in San Diego all the time, you know? Yep. So he's going like, we, you forget as a business owner, how much clout you really do have. Right. 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 So when I ask him to give me feedback, this is what he does. He, he goes to my channel. He leaves a very positive comment. And then he comes back to me and gives me very critical feedback. Right. Mm -hmm. What you find is that when you ask people for feedback and, and you sort of ask for accountability, people respond to that. Yeah. Right. They, yeah. they very much so respond to that. And, and so you've got to put yourself in that position where you're getting more of that. Right. Right. And, and be willing to feel the pain. Yeah. You know, we, we often teach the whole idea of, you know, having we, we have what I'm not going to get into the details, but a, a, a combination is part of our whole combination code scenario. And it's seven, five, three, one. And, and the, the five is five people. And five yeah. people that in this situation, when it comes to YouTube, having a couple people to say, hey, could you look? And, and, and I have some friends and we go back and forth and kind of critique each other. Yeah. How important that is. Because otherwise, yeah. it's such a lonely existence. It is. Don't have that feedback. And, and I think as you've alluded to, you can kind of get into your own head. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and then feel like, wow, uh, you know, nobody cares. Nobody loves me. And you know what? Your self-worth is not YouTube. <laughs> right. As much as we want to think it is, it, it is not a judgment on your life and value in this world. But what, what would you say to somebody who was starting to think that way? What, what, would, what would maybe the first steps 
you know, you've been through this. I've been through this. I think anybody who's been on this platform long enough has been through it. What were some of the steps that helped bring you out? Um, well, first of all, my faith in God, mm. right? Um, I'm a, I'm a, a spiritual person. Um, I, I walk with Jesus on a daily basis. And I have to remember that just like the dollar bill has no inherent value. Okay, we as superior beings place value on that dollar bill. Okay, right. it's the same. It's the same with me, right? Like, I am just another guy wandering, the, you know, this fishbowl, trying to exp find some happiness before I die. Right? <laughs> it's God that places value yeah. on us, on all of us, right? And yeah. so I, I remember first of all that God tells me that I'm valuable, that I am unique and noble. Um, that I am not a beast of the field, that I am human, and, and that I have value. And so I, 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 I'm strongly rooted in my faith, right? And whether you're a Buddhist or uh, a Muslim uh, or, or Jewish or any of the other billions of spiritual thoughts out there, there, there are common threads. And one of those common threads is value, right? So we're uniquely valuable even in, even in my darkest days, right? So that's number one for me personally. Number two is that I track my wins mm. and I track my wins in a journal called, um, I don't know, the daily journal, whatever. It's the Michael Hyatt journal. And okay. I really, really yep. love it because at the end of each week, you, you have to name five wins. Uh, and so when I'm feeling down, you know, I go back to those wins and I look, okay, well, where were my wins? Well, I made that sale and I made that sale and oh, that video did okay. And I got some great comments here. Like we did a video recently that the views weren't great, but I got 26 comments on it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, okay. We're yeah. on the right path here, folks, you know? Right. So I track my wins and I, and I go back to it. Um, here's another big thing, okay? Sure. Morning routine. Uh, yes. go, go get yourself the miracle morning, right? Sean Cannell, good friend. I mentioned him earlier. I actually came to him and I was like, bro, I'm feeling pretty down you know? Yeah. And he goes, why? You have a family, right? I go, yeah. He's like, yeah, healthy kids, right? I go, yeah. He's like, you got a business, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, so tell me again why you're down, right? <laughs> and, That's great. and I go, because I'm not famous like you, Sean, you know? And right, I, it right. was all hoppy and puppy. He goes, go get yourself the morning routine. And again, Sean's younger than me. So it's hard mm -hmm. to yeah. hear from him. Um, and he says, go get yourself, you know, the, the miracle morning. And I read this book and he talks about, you know, having savers, right? S-A-V-E-R-S. -E and I won't go through those, but having a morning routine where you are doing some very specific things. So my morning routine is that I get up at 5.15. First of all, millionaires don't wake up at eight, okay? Millionaires wake up at five o'clock, period, right? That's across the board. So if you're waking up at 7.38, like you're already cutting yourself short, right? The stock market is open. Hours. Yeah, they've been making decisions with that while you're sleeping, dude. Yeah. Right? Get up, right? So, and I recognize that. Like, I'll have plenty of time to sleep when I'm dead. So, 5 o'clock, I'm up. I'm at the gym by 5.40, and I do a 20 to 30-minute workout. That's it. And I'm not cranking it. I'm not a meathead, you know, by any means. I'm in shape because I'm there every day. Right. But I'm in there, and I'm working out my mind. I'm listening to an audio book, right? Yeah. So, physical workout audiobooks like I read probably two books a month right now and I'm flying I love them and I I, yeah. I'm just, I read I audio it's it's a combination of both sure um and and then after that affirmations guys like affirmations now many of my affirmations come from the new testament or the old 
Testament, right? Mm -hmm. But I also have like a positive state, like just positive statements that I reinforce about myself. And it's, you know, it's kind of cheesy, but you know, I, I think of what about Bob in the very beginning of the yeah. movie, he's kind of like, I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a knock on affirmations, but let me just kind of read you, um, sure. um, uh, some of my affirmations and they're, you know, they're really spiritual. So I'll skip some of that because you, you know, just so I can connect with the audience, I want to make sure everybody gets this. Um, I am powerful and I am destined since before the foundations of the earth. I am more than a conqueror. I have a loving, committed wife, beautiful, healthy children, and a thriving business. Um, I've got some scripture there. I will live to 120 years old and I will live healthy and vibrant, right? Uh, my purpose in life is to lead, direct, and nurture. Um, you know, like I, I have a statement that I've written yeah. and rewritten that I read to myself in no, the mirror that's good. out loud. Yeah, uh, I've even recorded it to like a hip hop beat in the back where I can listen to it <laughs> on those days. That's great. And I, I can't even tell you how effective a morning routine has been for me in overcoming um, the sadness, overcoming the depression. And, and not, you know, I'm using these, it's not like clinical depression, even right. though it kind of is, no, right? No, but Just but, the rain clouds. Yeah, absolutely. Frustration. Yeah. You know, I, I kick my dog outside. Okay, so I got a little dog and, uh, and he's, he's, I mean, he's just like me. He's hyperactive. He's Mexican and German, just like me. Like, I love my dog. So I'm teaching, but he can't stand being away from me. He just wants to be right at my leg. And so I kick him outside so that he has to be, you know, he has to self-soothe, right. right? We do the same thing with babies. You let them cry it out because they got to learn how to self-soothe. And when you let a baby cry it out, they become more dependable children, right? Or, or um, independent children. Um, you got to learn how to self-soothe uh, during these times of depression. That doesn't include chemical intake, right? Now, right. I'm not saying don't take chemicals. If you're clinically depressed, go to a doctor and follow the doctor's orders, okay? But what I'm saying is that I needed a way to snap myself out of these moments without taking substances, okay? Whether they're chemical, herbal, you know what I'm saying? Wink, wink, uh, or alcohol, right? Right. Um, so my, the morning routine, physical fitness, mental fitness, and spiritual fitness, right? These are the things that help me to self-soothe and get me back on track, you know, and, and knowing that no matter how I feel today, the rain clouds will pass. I might feel great tomorrow. So let's just hang right. on till tomorrow. Sure. Sure. Great stuff. You know, thank, thank you for going into that deep dive with us. Oh, and that that's, I think very helpful for a lot of people. Um, is there anything else that you feel that maybe somebody, as we kind of wrap up here, that, you know, maybe just considering starting the process of developing using YouTube to help and support their business. Uh, what, what would you say to them right now? Yeah, you know, um, get started. Get in front of your camera. Your mobile device is fine, right? I said webcam earlier. Webcam is great because we spend so much time at our desks. Get your mobile device. Get a little table tripod and just start making a video and stumble through it. Just don't press, don't stop it, don't cut it, just go. Just say, hey, I'm Bill and the owner of this company and I want to talk to you about my product today and why it's such a great product, right? And, 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 and just go, just riff, right? Cut yourself off at five minutes and then maybe do another one, right? right. And then maybe do a third even. Mm -hmm. um, get started. Now, that's my, that's my impulsive advice. My, my, my grander scale is go look at your calendar, okay? I'm a big believer in routines. Um, look at your calendar and look at, um, when you have a two hour block, you know, yeah. for me, it's right now, Tuesday mornings, as I have a lot of time available. I don't book anything for these days. And 
And what I do is I go, so pick two hours on Tuesday and schedule that time as YouTube time, mm -hmm. right? So for two, from nine to 11 or from eight to 10 on Tuesdays, right? You're gonna make and upload videos and that's it, you know? And, and that includes watching other channels. It includes going to my channel, own video and watching a couple of my vids, learning some stuff. You know, yesterday I wrote a video. But before I wrote that video, I had to watch a video by Brian G. Johnson. I watched a video by Charisma in Command. And mm -hmm. I watched a video by uh, Roger Wakefield, right? Three of my favorite creators, mm -hmm. just to get inspired to learn. And then I made my video. And I think that this next video will be a better video because of it. Oh, yeah. So Good. book Good. the time, schedule the time and, and just just do it, right? You'll learn along the way. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really important. You will learn along the way because you really have no idea what you need to fix until you go through that process of uploading the first video. You know? That's right. And then you can decide on the things you need to fix and improve. What worked, hey. what didn't work. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, so hey, Owen, where can people uh, reach you if they have questions, want to be a part of any of your courses, uh, want to be inspired to uh, create video for business? Go to owenvideo.com. It'll take you right to my YouTube channel and uh, recommend that you subscribe there and become a part of the community. Very, very active. And if you want to learn how to make video and live video to grow a business and get more customers, then there's nobody better to follow than me, right? <laughs> We're going to teach you how to do this thing responsibly, cost effectively, and with a ton of energy and a ton of fun. So I hope you guys will follow me there. Awesome. Owen, oh, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you, Rosh.